Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. How was your weekend, Andy? I watched a ton of basketball, got a little of the Olympics in, and even found a really good Six Nations rugby game. I forgot how fun that was and they're doing Six Nations. So a nice little weekend of non-football for me. I mean, how are you doing? Are you okay? You know, do you feel any itch or anything? You all right? Yeah, it was weird. Like, but not to the point where I saw a bunch of tweets where people like were, you know, despondent about it. I'm like, come on, you guys. You guys are fine. Like, don't don't watch the Pro Bowl. Though. I saw a bunch of people tweeting about like the Pro Bowl. Like, you're actually sad. Like, go hang out with your family. Don't watch the Pro Bowl. You know, I was gonna like, say you uh, didn't bet the Pro Bowl, right? You didn't like no, go back. I I, I do not do that. There's there's just there's no way to really break down what's going to happen in a game like that. Those are so hard to even fathom what's going to go on. But yeah, the the Pro Bowl is not worth watching. Don't watch that game. It's not even cool anymore. It's like the whole, you know, this is taking a weird turn right away. But remember the 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 height of the Kaepernick stuff, and everybody, you know, all the people who were adamantly, I don't know how against that sort of thing. Or like I'm done watching the NFL. Good luck keeping this product. You know, like you're gonna watch the ratings drop, and of course, ratings didn't drop because everybody watches. Like they're liars, and they'd still watch football. <laughs> but I wonder if we could organize something next year where like people did not watch the Pro Bowl, so the ratings were so horrible that they actually thought about just naming a team. The skills competitions are way more fun to watch anyway. So like I, I think I think it's worth out. organizing it. Well, we should. Do a protest next year. Do not watch the pro. What ball. happened to throwing the football in the can? That's I don't know why that's still impressive to me. Here's a big stupid can. A soul, a hot, just bit enough room for a football. How many times can you throw it in the hole? I don't. Works for me. Heck, yeah, we we'll a tire I'm, out there. A car yeah, company can sponsor I, I the tire. Gonna, I was going to say the spinning tire. Like there's so many. A Firestone tire throw. Although the skills competitions do, do create some unique. Uh, challenges when come to betting if anyone paid attention to the hockey stuff this weekend my god some that of that was pre-recorded nuts. and people were pass posting and here's the thing too if you pass post or you bet a known outcome and the book rejects your bet or refunds it you can't get mad like you can't whine about that you got caught you trying were, to steal yeah you took a shot like <laughs> i'm not saying don't do it. I've done it plenty. I encourage people to always find an angle. But if that happens to you, don't complain online. You're lucky you still have that account. Like they could they could yank your account from me if you want. So just you know, do that sort of stuff. But know the know the risks and know it's a you know, you're you're free rolling, hopefully. And the worst case is that your bet is refunded. So it was a little little uh shit cannery there in I don't even know where the all-star game was, Vegas, I think. Vegas, yeah. Maybe. That sounds right. I mean, the skills competition's there, too. I was I had to go back and pull some stuff up. Somebody sent me a highlight of a hockey player wearing a blindfold, having balloons thrown at him, doing, like, normal hockey, like, crazy stuff. I mean, those guys are like wizards. That's That stuff still is incredible to me. Yeah, there you go. And Power Trip quotes here says, over 65 in the Pro Bowl is free money. I don't even <laughs> know what the final score was. Like, you'd have to... You you could convince me it went over and the game could have been seven nothing. I have no idea. Didn't check, but we will bet on some stuff this week. It is a Super Bowl week, so hopefully we have a bunch of content. Not hopefully we will. We'll talk about a bunch of things there, um, but also WTA returns. 
Uh, I'll get to golf in a second. That's finally a tournament that has all four rounds played on the exact same golf course. So that's what a novelty. <laughs> pretty pumped. Pretty pumped about that sort of thing. I'll get into that in a second. We will start with the WTA as the women have regrouped following the Aussie Open in St. Petersburg. Uh, if you follow Alex on Twitter at underscore noops, uh, he gave out some outrights the other day, including a really big long shot. And I think he's not even happy with that long shot. He's ready to double down already. What do you got here, Alex? <laughs> Yeah, if you want, you can find my tweet there. The tournament is actually underway right now. You know, the scheduling is always one of the fun things about this. I actually like this tournament. A lot of these matches start kind of, you know, four or five in the morning my time. So I get up and there's a little tennis going on. Um, so it's already started. You know, there'll be some live outrights that'll pop up soon. Um, you know, Rybakina, one of the favorites, if you can find her seven to one or better, just in an absolute dream spot of the draw. Alexandrova generally kills indoors, especially in Russia. Look for her 25 to one or better. And the outright you mentioned that I played at a big number and will also be betting in an individual match, Jacqueline Adina Christian. Um, she is 200 to one at some places, anything 100 to one or better. And it, it really, a lot of it is derived from the fact that this first match that she's going to play here against Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova is going to be really tough. I mean, Pavlyuchenkova is a great player. She's even better indoors. Um, again, very comfortable in her home country of Russia. Christian here in this match is plus 270. Now I have this match a lot closer to 2-1. to one. Um, I'd probably have it just a touch lower than 2-1. to one. So anything plus 240 or better is a bet to me. But it's also driving, you know, kind of this derivative outright price that, again, there's hundreds, 150s, 200. And if she can get past this match, uh, we're looking at some really close matches. And at some point, I think she even gets to the point where she's a favorite in some of these matches. So if you can, grab a little bit of that outright. But we'll also play her here first round again she just is kind of one of these younger players that's on one of these ascending arcs i'm happy to kind of ride that frankly until it's over one of the kind of rhythms of the wta calendar and schedule is there are just periods where you see some of these younger players will pop for you know three four weeks maybe two months at a time some of them break through to become really great players i mean that, that's what we saw somebody like naomi osaka Something like Bianca Andreescu. Not that I think Christian is that good, but I think has a chance here to kind of break through, you know, kind of push in to be a top 50, maybe top 25 player at some point this year. And I'm just going to continue to keep back on her. These are great conditions for her game. I don't think that she'll have any trouble with kind of the variety and pace that Pavel Yuchenkova plays with here. So I'm going to grab her on the money line as well as over. What about grabbing the game spread there, but Pavlyuchenkov is someone that, you know, occasionally can really put, you know, kind of a, a beating on somebody. So you could have kind of a three set match there where the over would have been easy, but the four and a half is, you know, kind of looking rough there. So we'll take the total. And then Wang Jinyu, you know, kind of simply almost like a system play here. Ostapenko, you know, regardless of how she looked, played pretty good in the Australian Open, you know, has kind of figured out how to manage her body here a little bit. Indoors is actually pretty solid. It helps her serve and kind of the power there, but I just generally am never going to bet her, and I'm happy to go against her when she's playing someone who's a competent player, let alone someone like Wang Jinyu here, who has played some really nice tennis the last couple of weeks, has had some nice upsets. I think is going to be someone we back a little bit this year. I have this, you know, at plus 180 or so, so anything two to one or better looks good. Again, tweak some stuff, I can get it even lower. So happy to go against Ostapenko, who at any particular day could just outright lose this match herself. But against an, a competent young player like Wang, who's been playing well, looking for anything two to one or better there. What time are these? Again, these are all be early tomorrow like morning, like four in the morning, maybe three in the morning. 
I just think about the podcast listeners, where as far as like somebody listens to this on their ride home tonight and they go look for the match and that happened this afternoon, you know, that, well, I mean, that's Plenty on them. Time. First of all. That's on them. Listen to this sooner, right away. While you're taking your lunch break, but uh, get a wide well, So you, you will you have plenty plenty of time to get most of these bets in if they are tonight. I don't think we'll have anything that's this afternoon. There is no college basketball that starts this afternoon. I think the earliest. I, I did I did bet the earliest game. Jesus Christ, Andy, what are we doing? So uh, we uh, alluded to this a little earlier. The waste management Phoenix. Oh, I'm excited to hear you pronounce this name. By the way. Sue Susan. Yeah, one of the first. I'm not, I don't know if I can do the whole thing. I said that I know I said this to I said this to Dan. I'm like, this is like a Harry Potter spell. Lodwicious Theodorus Ustusen. It does Short. sound like a Harry Potter spell. Yeah. He goes uh goes by Louis, though. I got to uh I got to watch him play a few. He actually got second at the three M. I got to watch him golf. We followed him around for a bit. A lot shorter than I thought. Everybody on the Everybody on the course was honestly. There's no tall golfers, it seems, but uh, a really some of them good name. And again, this is a tough field. There are so many big names at this course this weekend. I mean, you've got uh, just Rom and Cantlay, and I mean everybody else. Uh, not, not everybody, everybody, but Rom, Hovland, Justin Thomas, Cantlay, Shoffley, Sam Burns, Spieth, Matsuyama, who's won here a couple times. The defending champ, Brooks Kepka, who's won here a couple times. Doesn't look like Danny Berger's going to play. Uh, he tweaked his back, pulled out last week before the tournament started. I think probably looking at the same. He's one of the bigger names that's not going to be there. But I did bet on Louis this week. 40-1, to 1, probably just a bit disrespectful, even with a field this good. He's just a top player. He hasn't missed it. The last missed cut he had on the PGA, the regular PGA Tour, was in 2020. He didn't miss any cuts last year. His worst finishes were, you know, 38th, 41st at the players. Like, makes the cut, and he's not one of those guys who's going to fade away over the weekend. Lots and lots of top tens. Like we talked about, Valspar, the PGA, the U.S. Open, the Open, the 3M, uh, WGC, Mexico, the U.S. Open, the year before he was third. I mean, a lot of those are top five finishes. In fact, a lot of them are second places, which kind of stinks for a guy like this. But, yeah, this is a – this is a nice look for me at 40 to one. I think there's some value here as um, <clears throat> even if you're not a course history guy, which I am of course not, but he did place 11th here last year. I think he's done well here. Traditionally. I can even look to uh, how many times he's played this. I'm just excited to see him golfing as he hasn't golfed much. He's only played this course a couple of times, but he has uh, an 11th and a third over the last five years. He's so. your guy. He is. And he is my guy. Like I gotta get you a Louis jersey. I don't know if they make golf jerseys yet. He wears UPS as his main like I think I could get like a UPS golf shirt. Yeah, but then you're just wearing a UPS golf shirt. Let's get you a golf shirt that says Utazen on the back of it or something. People people are like, is that a, is that a Louis? Is it it's not a Louis Vuitton, <laughs> although it is brown. So I'll have more. I will definitely have more. I'm digging into some more of this. I'm gonna probably put out a full card this week. I'll publish something up on the site. Uh, and I'll I'll tweet it out if I put together a, a actual article. If I don't write an actual article, I will at minimum write out my full card as a half-assed article and post it somewhere for you. We'll Got get there. Point. So, uh, rolling on more picks, more picks, NBA bets. What's going on just, Monday in the association? Huh? Just a tiny slate. That the schedule here for the NBA is 
they've pushed things around a lot. We had a bunch of games on a Tuesday. Um, usually Monday, Wednesday, Friday is, are kind of the bigger days. But again, with all the reshuffling, and then we've got the All-Star break coming up here in a week, a week or so, a little more than a week. A um, little bit of smaller slate tonight. Five games. A handful of things that I've kind of been thinking about betting. Uh, the Miami Heat are minus six and a half. But Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero are questionable. I need at least one of those in, probably both, if I'm going to think about that. If both are in and this line is still less than eight, I'll probably take the Heat minus eight or better. I'll put that out on Betsports, of course. Um, Raptors, you know, um, actually do have a play there. Um, the Raptors are going to visit the Hornets. Again, they've been really rough on the road. Um, you know, overall, the Hornets have been kind of struggled defensively a little bit, but um, their scoring has been down quite a bit. The pace is down for them. Again, I, I wonder if, again, with some of the little secondary injuries, they're starting to slow the game down a bit. But Raptors team total unders on the road have just been great. Um, I'll probably look at some Fred Van Vliet unders as well. He's really struggled on the road to make threes, to score a lot of points here. So Raptors team total under, you should be able to find 114 or 113 and a half. Anything 113 or higher looks good to me. I have them right around 109, 110 points. Again, it's a little tough taking unders in a team playing against the Hornets, but I think that's part of the reason we're getting such a good number here. You know, you look at the whole season, Hornets overs have been kind of a thing, but the last couple of weeks, again, as I mentioned, the pace has slowed down quite a bit for them. And the Raptors, again, really struggle at home. It'll be the last game of a road trip before going home. The team should be relatively tired. They did have a day or so of rest, but just been running those guys into the ground. So we'll go Raptors team total under there. And again, maybe a heat bet a little bit later, maybe a Warriors thunder over, but that sounds like a bad idea. Um, we'll add anything to bet spurts later, but small slate tonight. So just the one pick for now. Yeah, I take it, take it, take it nice and easy. Pump the brakes. Yeah, Rooney's, Rooney's calling you out saying, Cashed on that OKC team total under Friday. No bets to thank Andy for this weekend. Yeah, my my week was a little rough. I just couldn't get the wheels spinning. I lost an underdog in overtime by a hook. I lost a God. I was on the Colorado State game. If anyone bet that minus three and a half, they're up by twenty the whole game. End up winning by one with the massive melt. Those happened in the same night. Actually, I went to bed drunk that night. So. I don't watch the games traditionally, but I do pay attention and woofty, woofty, woofty. And then, yeah, Wednesday, Saturday volleyball tournament. Had to watch the, oof. You want to you recap of that, Alex? No. Apparently no other schools have fourth grade teams. <laughs> so our fourth grade team just had to play sixth oh. graders. It's like, oh, yeah, no. Looking, yeah, looking across the net, like, shit, that girl's got a driver's license. You know, these were like 10-year-olds. It That's was a big difference, too. It's only two grades, but, like, what was what was the average height difference? Half a foot? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, our girls are just at the point where they're starting to learn and happy to get serves over the net. The other teams are fully, you know, spiking the fully ball. Ex- they're, you know, they're, yeah, they're executing a pass, a set, and a spike. I'm like, oh, we're fucked. This is bad. So, but Learning the, beauty, the beauty of being out of a tournament early, you get to leave early. So we went. Went and had a celebration dinner for a, a good tournament overall. Bet some basketball. wasn't a horrible Saturday, just not great. I didn't get my volume out. I might have more today. I haven't had a ton of turns or a ton of chances, ton of turns, ton of chances to look. This one stuck out pretty hard to me. Uh, UNC Wilmington plus six and a half. The Seahawks, which is a I, I'm not 100 sure I knew that until I looked at it just now. Seahawks on the East Coast, kind of goofy for me, but they're taking on Hofstra on the road. They did play Hofstra uh, two weeks ago, maybe not even quite two weeks ago. They won at home. 
which was a bit surprising. I don't expect him to win, but I do expect this to be a very close game with UNC Wilmington boasting the number one offensive efficiency offense in conference play so far, and we are 11 games deep. So that is a half-decent sample size at this point. They do not turn the ball over, again, ranked number one in the conference so far in conference play doing that. And 26th in the nation overall as far as keeping the turnover percentage low. They make the free throws, which is a nice little bonus. But mostly just looking for this offense to compete with Hofstra. Again, like I said, they were able to win. Hofstra a little bit sketchier on offense. Not a team that gets offensive rebounds and can't shoot a three for their life. 28% from three in conference play so far. So UNC Wilmington, my underdog of the day so far. And if I do have more, it'll be soon. I'm going to take a look at stuff as soon as we get off this. And, uh, yeah, prop swap. Prop swap still with the 100% deposit match up to $500. Um, And if you use promo code BETSPERTS, you get your deposit match up to $500. And I'll still give you a hat. I might do this forever. I have unlimited hats. (laughs) The thing is, like, they... If I run out of hats, I can just print more hats. Like we can just keep embroidering them. I will give out hat printer. all kinds of hats. And you live in a state where you were able to take advantage of this. What was your yes. what was your ticket? Alex got the deposit match. You you do it. Explain the map, like why you why you did this and how it worked out. So I've been looking for a way to, you know, kind of have a, a Bengals money line ticket. I've been kind of waiting for the right price and stuff. And trying to maximize as much value. Again, I don't really have too, a sharp angle here. I'm looking for a money line bet for the Super Bowl. It's going to be kind of fun. And honestly, the only thing that seems to stop Joe Burrow is his body being injured. And I'm just going to keep backing him here. I think this game could be get to the point where it's just kind of whoever has the ball last. And one of the best ways to maximize value, Andy, is to take advantage of some of these deposit bonuses. So if I deposit $100, I now have they match the 100 I now have got $200 to buy a ticket with. What I've effectively done is taken my stake of $100 and doubled it, which effectively kind of doubles your odds. So I was able to go in and buy a ticket that effectively gave me Bengals plus 160. But, it, you know, again, I, I was buying with $200 versus 100. So instead of, you know, paying for a $200 ticket with $200, I pay with only 100. You cut your stake in half, it multiplies your odds by two. So really what I have is a ticket of the Bengals plus 320. Yeah, you're not going to find that anywhere else. So, like we always say, take advantage of these promos. You can get that to BetSpurts is the promo code up to $500 for your first deposit match. If you have any questions, hit me on the Twitter machine. And like I said, if you do make that deposit, take a screenshot, send it over to at BetSpurts on Twitter. We'll send you a code to order whatever hat you want. And we'll be back tomorrow. Huh? See you guys. Easy squeezy.